0: Hello and welcome to Car Talk from National Public Radio with us, Click and Clack, the Tappet Brothers. And we're broadcasting this week from the Early Childhood Development Division here at Car Talk Plaza,
1: which, as you can probably guess, is run by my brother,
0: since he's still (laughs) in childhood development.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is interesting stuff I learned from six-year-old kids. And it's, they say, honest to goodness, from an anonymous mother in Austin, Texas. She's got a whole list of stuff that she's learned for her little kids. From her
0: six-year-old kids? From some I, six-year-old kids. I guess kids. her own, her very okay. own.
1: Uh, here, here they are. Some of them are related to each other. But a king-size waterbed holds enough water to fill a 2,000-square-foot house about four inches deep. I I, <laughs> I know how you figure that one out. <laughs> I know she figured figure that one out. <laughs> if you hook a dog leash over a ceiling fan... The motor is not strong enough to rotate a 42-pound boy wearing Batman underwear and a (laughs) Superman cape. (laughs) Really? It is strong enough, however, if tied to a paint can, to spread paint on all four walls of a 20-by-20-foot room. (laughs) (laughs) This sounds like Dusty Chalk's brother's kid. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You should not throw baseballs up when the ceiling fan is on. When using the ceiling fan as a bat, you have to throw the ball up a few times before you get a hit. A ceiling fan can hit a baseball a long way. The glass in windows doesn't (laughs) stop a baseball hit by a ceiling ceiling fan. fan. (laughs) No matter how much jello you put in a swimming pool, you still cannot walk on water. (laughs) Pool filters do not like jello. <laughs> <laughs> Always look in the oven before you turn it on. Plastic toys do not like ovens. <laughs> the fire department in Austin, Texas has a five minute response time. <laughs> <laughs> the spin cycle on the washing machine does not make earthworms dizzy. It will, however, make cats dizzy. Cats throw up twice their body weight when they're dizzy. <laughs> you can just see a six-year-old kid doing... I love the Batman thing with the, the ceiling fan. I love it, too. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't know it didn't work. I was about to try it
0: myself. Oh, boy. Boy, it, it is reminiscent of our friend Dusty Chalk's brother. Yeah. Kenny. Kenny. Who, Kenny Clark, Who went to work one day and his twin boys decided to surprise him. Yeah. And as he walked home from the bus stop, they were in the driveway painting his car. With brushes. With brushes and <laughs> rollers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he may have said something about, I don't like the color of the car, and they were trying to do uh, the guy a favor. You never know. Where are they now? Yeah, they're probably congressmen. <laughs>
0: Look, if you'd like to talk to some underdeveloped <laughs> siblings and ask us questions about your car, our number is 888-CAR-TALK. That's 8882 Huh? Hello, you're on Car Talk.
2: Uh, my name is Leslie, and I'm calling from Sebastopol, California.
0: Hi, Leslie.
2: So you want to hear about my car? Uh, if you if want we, to If us. we
1: have to. We don't okay. really care. You know, we'll, but, we're, but, we're here. But we want you to know. We're making our seven bucks whether we answer your question, listen to you, or don't listen to you.
2: Okay, I'll make you work for your money. Do you,
1: do, <laughs> so before you start, however, yes. do you have, in the event that we fail, uh, <laughs> a backup question? A backup question. <laughs> Something easy, like a relationship with a boyfriend or a husband?
2: No no backup plan, but I do have a bicycle. All Good, right, all right.
1: We'll, we'll, we'll shoot to that. If, okay. <laughs> if, if we have to. All right. Go ahead.
2: Um, I've got a '97 Honda Civic, and when the weather is cold outside, or even just starting up first thing in the morning, it makes this sound, um, and it's something like this. Except it, it's more metallic.
1: What kind of a bicycle do you have?
2: <laughs> Am I going to
1: need it? <laughs> well, no, because this sound would be we, all easier to answer if it were your bike doing. <laughs> and then this noise goes away
2: after it's warmed up.
1: But the and you have to be moving for it to make this no. noise.
2: No, even no, even starting up.
1: Uh. Ah, can you change the noise by
0: revving the engine?
2: Yes, it gets quicker.
0: Uh it obviously doesn't affect in any way. Uh, how the car runs?
2: No, it seems to run fine.
0: And you haven't had anyone look at it because you weren't concerned about it?
2: Well, you were the guys to come to first. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, well, <laughs> <laughs> do you, so Leslie do you have Leslie. a backup plan? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, and you, when it goes away, does it go away abruptly? or does it, or, oh. I'm going to ask a very important this is, question. This is good, uh, yeah. When it goes away, is there any possibility that it's still there but on a much smaller scale? Mm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, boy, that's a tough one. That
1: is a yeah.
0: tough one. Um, well, the success of my answer depends on your answer.
2: <laughs> oh, dear. So it's my fault if you get it wrong, Bingo. right? Bingo. Um, yeah, boy, I, you know, I don't know. Now, there's one other piece that I don't know if it's related to this. Yeah. And that's if I have the – when I start the car up, if I have the fan on, I smell exhaust. In the passenger compartment.
1: Oh. oh, It's gonna fit right. I knew you were thinking of that. I, I, I knew you I were I thinking had it of from that from the very beginning. You did. Excellent. <laughs> I did. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. I know the guy's head. You know. I know his head. Okay. Sad story <laughs> it is. <laughs> but when it comes to exhaust manifolds, man, oh, yeah, he's I'm good. We, be, we, be, we believe. <laughs> ah, we are of the same mind. We are. Yeah, which is pretty
0: sad, <laughs> uh, that you have an exhaust leak at the manifold. Either the manifold is cracked, uh. and it makes the noise, which would sound exactly like the noise you described, which I don't care to repeat. <laughs> no, and, it's disgusting. And then as them. the thing warmed up and the crack closed up, uh-huh. the noise gradually disappears. Yeah, my guess is it doesn't ever go away entirely. And you can, in fact, find the noise or reproduce it if you want to do a little experiment. The next time the noise seems to go away, uh-huh. plug the tailpipe. Huh. And if you have the hood open, you'll hear the noise come back. Ah. Now, so now the
1: question is, what to do, what to do? Get my bicycle?
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> if, if, it's, if you're lucky, it could be a gasket. Uh-huh. But I'm guessing it's not. I'm guessing it's a crack in the manifold, mm. and you're going to have to have that replaced, and that's a few hundred bucks. Ah. But you can get one at a junkyard, huh? And then your mechanic can put it in, but have it verified before you go off and buy one. And so he'll f- oh, yeah. he'll find we've this in been a minute. known to give it out an incorrect answer. Or
2: two. Oh no! Yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> See you, Leslie. Sure. Thanks for your help. Good luck. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. One eight 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 Car Talk. That's eight 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 two two seven eight two five five. Hello, you're on Car Talk.
3: Hi, it's Eric from D.C.
0: Eric from D.C., what's happening?
3: I uh, I have a Miata, a 91 Miata. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's, uh, it's having some problems. Uh, I noticed it first a couple of weeks back. I was uh, going on a highway pretty quick, and sometimes I put it in neutral or hit the clutch, and I just sort of glide along, and I noticed it wouldn't glide so quickly. I then drove it up to New York. And I noticed my gas mileage was way off. Like, I normally use a half a tank each way, and now it's like a three-quarter tank trip each way.
0: Oh. Oh, when I, when Berman,
3: I, Doug Berman, our producer. Yeah.
0: Used to own one of these. It's a great car. Until <laughs> his wife made him sell it. <laughs> but he used to own one, and we're going to rely on him for the answer because he he knows. What is it, Dougie? Oh, he
1: <laughs> yeah. thinks you put on a lot of weight lately. <laughs> 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 no, huh? Okay. <laughs>
3: Uh, Go ahead, okay. Eric.
1: Is there more to the story, or is that it?
3: No, there is. Um, I then parked it in D.C. when I got back, and I park on a decline on a hill, and I, I, I went away for a week, and then I used it a week later, and I normally, like, coast down the hill and let the engine warm up, um, except when I tried to coast when I pulled out from the curb, the car just stopped. Yeah. Duh. Excellent. Excellent. I mean, every everything you we said. We know this one fits. All right. Yeah. I, uh, there's a little bit more. Go ahead. I drove it around the block recently, and it goes, but it's a lot of resistance. almost like the, the emergency brake is on. Oof. I smelled the, the burning, though, when I finally stopped it. And then I even, like, bent down and sniffed each wheel. Yeah. yeah. You know and, what? Uh, the front wheels smell. We
1: yeah. haven't got a clue. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you've almost diagnosed it yourself. Okay. And, and if the smell had been coming from the rear wheels, it would have been a stuck handbrake. Okay. But if the smell is coming from the front wheels, it's a stuck caliper. And and the the smell was coming from just
3: one wheel. No, I think it was both of the front wheels when I when I smelled them. Well,
0: no, I think you just have a stuck caliper. I think you do too.
3: Now the other thing I wanted to ask, I I would love to do the work myself, like buy a Chilton manual and figure out how to fix my own car. I'm so embarrassed that I can't. Is this something that I can take on? Or yes,
0: well, right. you can, but it, it, uh, you, you haven't worked in your car before.
3: No, I have not
0: I think brakes are a bad place to start. You may want to start with like fuzzy dice replacement <laughs> <laughs> or oil change. No,
1: no, brakes are a good place to no, start. No, no, no. Brakes <laughs> you know right away. You'll know right <laughs> if, if you have a flare <laughs> if for rear <laughs> here. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't it's all over. All
3: right. Yeah. <laughs> what about driving it? Uh there's a, I know there's a garage in Georgetown which is probably going to be pricey but it's only a mile or two away. Can I drive it there or is that going to screw things up more?
1: You you'll make it that mile. Yeah, okay. you'll make it that mile. Yeah. And, and and you may have done damage. Uh, and you may have to open the door and push with your left leg to help it <laughs> okay. So
0: wear a sneaker, you know. But luckily
1: uh, the car is light.
3: Okay. But See, you're,
1: you're going to need, I'm going to tell you what it's going to cost you. Excellent. It's going to cost you $971.53. It,
3: it, will it cost that much? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because
1: you're going to need two calipers and two rotors and
3: pads. Okay. Okay.
1: Right. And then there's the obvious gratuities and, yeah, and yeah. taxes. Taxes, gratuities, and all that stuff. Yeah. And that's what it's And now be. I, at
3: least I won't uh, I'll know I'm not getting ripped off.
1: Well, if it's less than that, you're getting a deal.
3: <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> See you. Hey, Bye. Bye.
0: Take care. One eight <laughs> eight eight Car Talk or 1-888-227-8255. Hello, you're on Car Talk.
4: This is Ann from Boylston. Mass Massachusetts. Where is Boylston? It's um, next to Worcester, next to Shrewsbury.
0: Yeah, I think I've heard of it. Central Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not many have. We don't get out much.
4: That's right. That's right. My question, um, we've got this big tour planned this summer with the husband and the two boys. We're going cross-country to see the national parks. Yeah. We're pulling our little camper with our, hopefully, Mercury Villager. My husband says to me the other night, I think we need a new car. (laughs) And I said, hold on a second. This car has 90,000 miles on it. So we had this long discussion. I don't know if he's just looking to get a new car or what. But I need to know, do you think that a Mercury villager can get us, you know, cross-country and back again and buy us a few more years? Well,
0: I know the answer to that question, and I also know what car your husband wants.
4: (laughs) Okay, tell me.
0: He he wants a Yukon. (laughs) Uh,
4: No, I don't think so. We're not a Yukon type.
1: Uh, No, a Tahoe? No. No. No, No. you know what I see in her husband's future? What's that? A Lincoln Town Car. Oh, my oh no, God. no, they want no. He wants big. He wants a truck
0: vehicle.
4: I think he's looking SUVs, but we've got these oh, boys, and we're transporting them to school, so we need a multi-passenger vehicle at this point in our life. And I'm looking to get more time out of my Mercury Village. Well, how
1: old are the boys?
4: Uh, going into eighth grade and sixth grade.
1: Oh, they'll be around for a while. Yeah, they've,
4: they've got another few more years. Yeah. Think the next car will be something fancy yeah. schmancy for us. Mm-hmm.
1: But. well, the answer is the villagers certainly should make it. Okay. I mean, 90,000 miles in this day and age is pretty much nothing. Well, that's what I told him, too. Well, on the other hand, when you're pulling that
0: big camper thing... You're gonna have one of those pop-up it's, campers. It's a pop-up, so it's
4: that little square box Aww, that you can yeah, drag behind with all, your, with
0: all your gear in it, and you, and the suitcases, and the dirty laundry, and, and the souvenirs, <laughs> and the pieces of petrified rock that you steal from the petrified forest and you're trying to climb Pike's Peak, you're gonna blow the engine. And that's you know all it no, takes. No, we're not
1: gonna blow the one, engine,
0: are we? Listen to me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> One blown engine can ruin a whole trip. It, I mean, I'm all sure it your would. wonderful memories, the the great bonding that's going to
1: take place between At the top of Pikes Peak. Calling AAA is that what it, you're telling no, you are me? Nah, not really. I mean, how much can how much? I mean, all you do is you call up Avis and they bring you a car, a
5: Yukon.
6: And what do you a do? A
1: Yukon. You, you push this off of Pikes Peak <laughs> <laughs> and you just leave the villager there. I mean, it's all paid for. It's not worth anything with a blown engine. So you forget about it. It doesn't have to ruin a vacation. I think it's worth the trip. It's worth the trip? I think worth it's worth shot. it. I think it's worth it because that in itself is an exciting little adventure. Maybe I'm trying to talk him out of this trip or
4: maybe he's trying no, to talk do the trip. out the of this trip. The trip
0: will be wonderful. Okay. Yes, you, you will enjoy the trip immensely. Right. And so will your kids. They'll, they'll remember it for the rest of their lives. Well, if, okay. see, I think Especially that's... if the engine blows. <laughs> exactly my I point. Speak. The
1: boys <laughs> are the more important aspect here. Because they will remember it for the rest of their lives. The da- remember the day that dad pushed the villager off of Pikes Beach? <laughs> They'll never forget that. Oh, we
4: had an automobile going to the beach and it died, and we still remember that. It was this big, huge thing. You, you bet. You know, I mean, that's, thing, what, yeah.
1: that's what memories are exciting adventures. And everyone thinks that everything should be perfect, and everything okay. shouldn't be perfect. If it breaks down, it breaks down. They have to learn that that's what life is all about. Uh Not everything is perfect all the time.
4: Now, is there anything I can do Unless, of course,
1: you're married to me. Then you know my (laughs) wife. You
0: know, his (laughs) wife knows perfect
1: misery. (laughs) (laughs) My wife has come to learn that things are perfect all the time because she married me. Mm. Whatever. Yeah, whatever.
4: (laughs) Um, So, Anne, continue. If we take this car with us, which I'm thinking of doing, what sort of services should we have done before it goes? Everything. Um, Everything, yeah. Yeah. The timing belts do at 105. Obviously do that before we go.
0: Absolutely. I would certainly do that. I would obviously uh, change any hoses that are suspect. Maybe just change them anyway Yeah. because they're all 100,000 miles old. Uh-huh. Uh, certainly change the transmission fluid uh, uh, and the filter. Uh, the oil, the coolant. Check the tires. Got, Make sure you breaks. got great rubber. Put a new water pump in. Take along some extra belts and okay. suspenders.
4: Eh. Well, i uh, I'll send you a postcard en route, and if it breaks down, I'll let you know. Better
0: than that, send us a photo of your husband and the boys pushing it off of <laughs> Pike's Peak. That's what I want oh, to see. I want to see the smiles on those boys' faces. All right. And have a wonderful time. And Thanks. think of us while you're out there.
4: Appreciate the call. <laughs> have a
0: great trip. All right, (laughs) bye-bye. Oh, well. well. All right, it's time once again to probe the recesses of your mind, Tommy, and see if last week's puzzler is in there anywhere.
1: Everything's in there. It's like my (laughs) office. It's in there, you just
0: can't find it. (laughs) Well, here's your hint. When a candidate decides to run for office, he throws his blank into the ring. Yeah, his Enron stock. (laughs) No? (laughs) Obviously not. His hat, that's what a candidate throws in the ring. Ah. And the puzzler was about some prisoners and some black and white hats. And we'll be back with the answer in just a minute.
6: We got our car stuck in the sand. Oh, no. It's there for good, but that's okay. It is? No. There's just one thing. Yeah. I don't understand. What's that? Whose idea was this anyway? Was it to go for a
0: ride?
6: Down to the beach at the dead low tide. I mean it's been fun, but we could have stayed home, coulda stayed at the cottage, coulda stayed at the house, I tide in the middle of the night. Triple A don't answer calls with here. Am I right? You're right. So whose idea was this anyway?
1: And even though jurors everywhere beg to be sequestered whenever they hear us say it, <laughs> this is NPR. This message comes from Car Talk
0: and NPR sponsor BetterHelp, a truly affordable online counseling service. Fill out a questionnaire online and get matched with a licensed counselor best suited to your mental health needs. Whether it's depression, anxiety, or trauma, BetterHelp will help you overcome what stands in the way of your happiness. Learn more at BetterHelp.com and get 10% off your first month with promo code CAR TALK. BetterHelp. Get help anytime, anywhere. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Kay Bucksbaum in support of the David Gilkey and Zabiula Tamana Memorial Fund, established to strengthen NPR's commitment to training and protecting journalists in high-risk environments.
5: The coronavirus pandemic is changing everything really fast. So we have created a podcast where you can hear conversations and stories from NPR journalists who are covering the pandemic, the public health fight against it, and how the world is coping. I'm your host, Kelly McEvers. Listen and subscribe to Coronavirus Daily from NPR.
0: Hi, we're back. You're listening to Car Talk with us, Click and Clack, the Tappert Brothers, and we're here to talk about cars, car repair, and uh, the answer to last week's puzzler. Yeah, this was very good. Yeah, I I thought so. This was another in my series of black hat, white hat puzzlers, and this one was inspired (laughs) by an email I got from a fellow named Jim Guilford. Hmm. Seems that there's this penal colony on an island in the South Pacific, and it's administered by a twisted little prison warden who uh, likes to play mind games with the prisoners. Yeah. He likes to present you know difficult challenges, and, and if they solve the challenge, they're set free. And if they don't solve it, they're fed to the sharks that are constantly circling the island.
1: When they're set free, is, do you just throw them in the water?
0: <laughs> you have to swim to <laughs> save. It, it sort of doesn't matter whether you get set free or not. <laughs> the sharks are going to get you. Yeah. Anyway, he finds five prisoners who are breaking rocks together, and he says, here's the deal, guys. I'm going to stand you against the wall, but not in the manner that you usually think, you know, firing squad manner. The first guy is going to face the wall with his hands and toes touching the wall. The next one's going to stand behind him about five feet away. The next one behind him, et cetera, et cetera, so that each prisoner can see the guys in front of him, except for the first guy who could see only the wall. So yeah. you've got the scenario. Yeah. I got it. So the twisted warden says, now, fellas, I'm going to come up from behind you, starting with the last guy in line, and place either a white hat or a black hat on each of your heads.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I can put all black hats on if I want, or all white hats, or any combination, and your job is to identify the color of your hat correctly. And if you fail to do so, sharks. It's the sharks. Now, we're going to do this tomorrow so you mm. guys can think about it overnight and plot and moan and groan all you mm. want. Yeah. Now, obviously, the guy at the back of the line would be able to see everyone in front of him. But the only words he can use are either black or white in guessing his own hat color. So he can only utter one word. Gotcha. You got it? Yeah. So they scheme overnight. Obviously, the luck of the draw. And they decide to tunnel instead. (laughs) (laughs) Prison riot. (laughs) Obviously, you know, if they leave it to luck, it's a 50-50 chance for each man. It's too big a chance to take. But then, crusty who's been on the island for 19 years for overcharging for valve jobs <laughs> says, I have a plan that will improve our odds beyond 50-50. However, yeah. he says, we must draw straws. So the question was, what is Krusty's plan,
1: and why must straws be drawn? This, this, this is way up there in the, in the white hat, black hat series. Really? You know. This is way
0: up there. Let's say that we stand the guys against the wall, and we'll just pick an order. let say the, the guy closest to the wall has a black hat. The next guy has a black hat. The third guy is white, then black, and then the last guy in line has a white hat. Yeah. Okay? Here's what Krusty devised, and I think it was pretty smart. I
1: think so, too. He should and,
0: get out just because he thought of it. And here's the reason they had to draw straws. Mm-hmm. By the way, he drew the short straw. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Too bad. I mean, <laughs> what can you do? The guy at the back of the line obviously can see all the other hats but he of course he can't see his right so he's going to guess but he's not going to guess he's gonna declare his hat is either black or white based on what he sees and they've determined in advance that if he sees an odd number of white hats in front of him he's gonna call out his hat as black if he sees an even number of white hats in front of him he's gonna call his hat out as white so he looks ahead and he sees what an odd number of white hats in front of him he sees one white hat in fact so he says i have a black hat yeah you with me yeah he goes to the sharks but because he's declared his hat as black okay the fellow who's directly in front of him knows that he that crusty or whoever at the back of the line must have seen an odd number of white hats Mm -hmm. well looking ahead he sees what An odd number of white hats. Exactly. He sees sees a white, a black, and a black. Therefore, he knows he has a black hat. (whistles) Similarly, the guy in front of him who has a white hat knows that the guy behind him declared his hat black. Yeah. And and because he had to have seen an odd number of white hats, he knows that his hat is white because the only two hats he can see are black, black, etc., etc. And everyone gets out except for the last guy whose chances are still... 50-50. 50-50. Yeah. Pretty cute, huh? Do we
1: have a winner? The winner. Get this. Get this, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel Susan Robbins, United States Air Force. <laughs> From, of all places, Papillon, Nebraska. <laughs> oh, you made that up. <laughs> I didn't make it up. <laughs> it's I know it's Papillion, but... Wasn't Papillon the name of the movie on Devil's Island? I believe so. What are the chances of this? <laughs> Holy cow! Oh, Lieutenant God. Kirk, You know how far above an E2 that is? <laughs> Yeah, we do. (laughs) We all do, don't we? (laughs) Well, congratulations to Lieutenant Colonel Susan Robbins, United States Air Force from Papillion, Nebraska, and for having your answer selected at random from the white hat full of correct (laughs) answers that we had. You're going to get a $25 gift certificate to the Shameless Commerce Division at cartalk.com. You can buy a hat with that Whoop, 25 bucks. Whoopee. <laughs> whoopee. And with that gift certificate, you can get a copy of our CD, Cartalk Cartoons, which you can pop into the CD player in your F-16. <laughs> Does it have the optional six-CD changer in the dashboard oh, of the thing? absolutely. Can you listen to CDs in an F-16? Oh, yeah. You well, can't hear anything Actually, anyway. the truth
0: is they're not really flying the planes. They don't fly, them. Oh, no. They're all doing it with uh, simulators. It's DVDs. <laughs> they all have DVD players. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, it. Yeah, they're just pretending. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll have a brand new, you ready for this? Automotive puzzler coming up in the third Get half of out. the show. But if you have a question about your car right now, you can give us a call at 888-CAR-TALK, which is also 888-227-8255. Hello, you're on Car Talk.
7: My name is Edmund. I'm calling you from Austin, Texas. And I have a particularly interesting problem with a Toyota 4Runner that I just bought uh, four weeks ago.
1: Uh-huh.
7: It had spent the early part of its uh, life in um, one of the, the uh, more, uh, or should I say less, uh, civilized places in America. And it's up there in Boston driving around <laughs> um, in the snow. And, of course, as you know, in Boston they put salt on the roads. Yes, they do. So when I, uh, when I bought this car, the stock steel wheels were a little rusty, so I was planning to change them anyway. Now, before I uh, got new wheels, I would drive down the road at 70 miles an hour, and there would be a noise uh, coming from the front and also a vibration on the steering wheel. And this noise sounded like uh, the letter V with uh, sort of a cyclic rever- reverberation going. A little faster than that.
3: Exactly.
7: That's it. Very good. Yeah, that's good. I, I have, since I was going to uh, buy new wheels for this thing, um, I thought, well, it's okay, it'll, it'll fix the problem. I had somebody look at it, and they said that it's a bad tire. Okay, no problem. So I, uh, I bought four new tires and wheels. And the next time I got up to 70 miles an hour on the highway, I, I uh, hear the same noise, although a little bit quieter.
1: What color is this, forerunner? Uh, runner Oh, it's black. It's black. And you bought it down there in Austin, or you bought it up here I, I bought in it in Boston. Austin. And I bought
0: it
7: in Austin, Yeah. So
1: you went from Boston to Austin? No, he yes. didn't go. The truck did. Oh,
7: the truck did. I, I went from New York to Austin.
1: Ah, okay. So someone drove this vehicle from Boston to Austin and right. sold it to you. So Correct. what are you doing in Austin? You at the university?
7: <laughs> um, I was, um, but I'm now. I'm living. I'm free of student life, and I'm living uh, here in Austin.
1: What did you major in? Uh, um, in? I
7: majored in architecture.
1: Architecture. Yes, Great. and I'm not working in it. You're not?
7: No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm doing quite. I'm a lot better too financially.
1: Ah, so what are you doing instead? Oh, you're an Amway man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, that's, that's. I'm. I'm very happy for you, and thanks for the call. <laughs> I don't blame you for saying that, actually. <laughs> oh, you had a question, didn't you? Yeah. I was hoping my brother would have enough time to come up with something, but he's still got that <laughs> well, stupid look on his no, face. No, <laughs> I... I, 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 I what, you, you, you
0: think... You think that I'm just sitting here doodling. Right, right. But what I think Edmund has is a bad universal joint.
7: Ooh. Bad universal joint. Yeah. Yes.
0: and, and there's no, I like it. There's no question that some of your vibration and noise was coming from the tires and the wheels. Right. But, but I suspect you'll also have a partially seized or worn-out universal joint on one of the drive shafts.
7: Right. Well, this thing is a four-wheel drive, so it could possibly be on the front, even though I haven't used four-wheel
0: Well, drive. the front drive shaft won't turn.
7: Okay, I got Unless
0: you. you're in four-wheel drive.
7: Oh, okay. So
0: it's probably on the uh, on the rear drive shaft.
7: Well, then how come I'm feeling the vibration through the steering wheel, then?
0: That's a good
7: question. <laughs> ah, come on down. Oh my God! Just God. When I thought we were out
1: of the woods. Well,
0: <laughs> there there is a possibility that you have a bad ball joint, or you have a, a worn tie rod end too, and in in either one of those things can cause a
1: vibration that would come oh, up. Oh, but not. V- you still have the. Vroom, 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 not vroom. as
7: badly, he says. It's not as bad. It really isn't as bad. And my concern is that uh, the new tie that I put on will will uh, perhaps wind up as as bad as the other one i took off you
0: well see. you know we, we cannot preclude the possibility that 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 you have a you purchased a
1: bad tire or bad wheel you know this oh, is... we should not rule that out that's absolutely oh. right well, i mean I... what i would do is i would just for a test yep. i would put the front wheels on the back and vice versa and whatever else you can do
7: well part of the purchase agreement is i get unlimited uh rotations, tire rotations so
1: that... <laughs> oh perfect <laughs> So go in I, once a week.
7: <laughs> oh, you think once a week? <laughs> no, I would certainly go in
1: three times <laughs> a day.
0: I would certainly go in and complain I see. And, and ask them to investigate it. Oh, wait
1: a minute. Did they know you had this vroom, vroom, vroom when you went in?
7: Yes, actually. Um, they were the ones that told me I had the bad tire. And I oh, said, "Well, I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, get new tires and wheels, and yeah. uh, we'll fix the problem. Well, I mean,
1: since they're the ones who diagnosed this problem as a bad tire, right. and they gave you new tires and the problem is Correct. not gone, you have every right to go back and ask them to do some things to help find out what the problem is. Right. And at okay. the very least,
0: they should rebalance the tires. you know, and, and move and, them around and and shuffle them around and see if they
7: can find the problem. Okay, fine. Well, that's exactly what I'll do then.
1: I mean, it really does sound like a bad tire, I have to say.
7: Yeah, well, it did, and I I was absolutely certain that new tires and wheels would fix the problem, but unfortunately it has not.
1: Well, the fact that it has improved it might mean that you do have a bad tire. There are a lot of bad tires in the world. All evil. Right. Some even evil tires. <laughs> very evil ones,
0: yes. <laughs> yes
7: I think i right. possibly have one of those. <laughs> you may. I think you
1: had one, but you
0: just have bad ones now.
7: Okay, all right. Well, fine. <laughs> Good luck, Edmund. Well, thank you very much for your help.
0: A pleasure. Thanks, Thanks for call calling. bye bye One eight <laughs> eight eight car talk or one 227 8255 Hello, you're on Car Talk.
5: Hi, this is Arlene Walensky in San Diego.
1: California. Arlene Walensky, how are you?
5: Oh, fine, thank you. I'd love to listen to you guys. You i love to listen
1: to, to you, narrative? too
5: with those wonderful accents. What accents? accents? We've got no
1: stinking accent. Of <laughs>
5: course <laughs> you do. <laughs> and you'll love the way my name's spelled. Arlene? Yeah. It's
1: not what I, what I think, huh?
5: That's right. Arlene. A-R-E-L-E-N-E. My father didn't know how to spell it when he filled out the birth certificate. No
1: kidding. Arlene.
5: And I've lived my whole life with a mistake.
1: Explaining that it's misspelled. That's right. Well, well, that's, a, that's it's, all right.
0: It's okay. No, that's good enough for us. We've we've heard weirder ones, but I these...
1: spelled it W A L E N S K A. Oh, come on. <laughs> so, what's on your
0: mind, Arlene?
5: I think my husband should go take a course in how to become a mechanic. He's getting near retirement age, mm-hmm. and we own six cars, and I think that he should be able to do the maintenance on them. And I've told him that since I know how to do all the housewifely things, and I know how to cook and sew and clean and I run a flower shop here in San Diego, and I know how to arrange flowers, that what he should do is he should know how to... Nah, nah, wait, nah, wait, no, wait, no, 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 <laughs> no. you want him out well, the Wait, wait, fix- wait, you haven't heard the whole story.
0: Well, you're going to sugarcoat it now. Go ahead. No, go ahead.
5: So, what he said to me is that it's not worth going to learn how to be a car mechanic anymore because it's so high-tech that you can't do maintenance and repair at home in your own house anymore, in your own driveway.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, so that's the whole Is that the whole story? More or less. He's no. wrong about that. You can do maintenance and repair, minor repairs in your own driveway.
1: Why the hell do you have six vehicles, if I don't mind my asking? Well,
5: one of the problems is we love them. We hate to sell them because they run real well. They're You're good, like me, solid, you hate to
0: throw anything away. Parts. That's right. Do you keep them like in the basement, <laughs> like I do? <laughs> sort of scattered around. Well, I just I think you just wanted to breed all these fume
1: so he'll kick off sooner. <laughs> no, I mean after you after you, you read us this litany of all the things that you can do, are you yep. suggesting that there's nothing your husband is useful for? Well he does earn money but But he won't when he, he retires. He, he always says take them to the um
5: to the, the dealer. In yeah. fact, he insists on having them taken back to the main yeah. you know repair place. Mm-hmm. Not even going to a local corner garage. Well, what did does he you,
1: propose to do Do you when ever he think
5: that
0: now that he's gonna retire he has a different agenda? He's tired of busting his cookies. He doesn't want to do that anymore. He wants to goof off. Is he an engineer?
5: Yeah. Yeah. He is, huh? I could tell. Yeah. How'd you know? Yeah. I don't know. Well, you it know, sounded
0: you, like it. You know, deep down inside, Arlene, that he probably does know how to fix a lot of. It. He has that. He has that innate knowledge.
5: But is it true that what he said is that no longer can you do it yourself? Oh, no, he's just trying to you weasel all out of kind it. kind of high-tech equipment, that no. everything's calibrated. And no, he's wrong. Well, there, there you, you can't there tune will up things yourself. There
0: will be many things that he will not be able to do. But with six cars, he will
1: not be at a loss for, for work. There oh, will always right. be he may have to
0: hire a couple right. of guys. <laughs>
1: <Absolutely>. <laughs> right. But I can understand, if the guy's been working for 60 years... He's ready to goof off for a while. Mm. And I think you should allow his side. No, no, you should allow him to do that because after all those years of showing up at somebody's office at eight o'clock in the morning, the guy deserves to sleep late and not have to worry about six cars. But he'll get over that.
5: But he's fabricated this answer then.
1: Oh, he has fabricated oh, he absolutely the answer. Did. Only because you're pressing so hard to to get him to to do something.
5: <laughs> but I mean, if any after of my friends are listening, they're going to understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I mean,
1: he will get sick of hanging around the house, and you certainly will be sick of his hanging around the house. And both of you will come to some agreement, and he'll rent a little garage someplace, and he'll change oil all day.
5: But Gee, I, you I think wouldn't He should know how to, to to look into a car and say, "Oh, it needs some new Yes. Whatever he sh- he should he take a course. Hood.
1: He should take a course, and he will find there are plenty of things that he can do on these cars if he has a mind to. But you can't make him do what he doesn't want to do. He's been doing that for fifty years, right? I hate
5: to tell you what kind of engineer he is, because he's in aerospace.
1: Has he ever been in outer space? No. Back naked. <laughs>
5: do you think I'll send him into orbit? <laughs> Send him into orbit. <laughs> hey, good luck. Okay.
0: Enjoy his retirement, Darlene. Good luck with your your brainwashing. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right, look, we need to take a little break here so my brother can refresh his memory.
1: Is that like refreshing the screen on your computer? Mm, Not really. Your computer refreshes
0: itself many times a second. You refresh like once a decade.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll be back with a refreshing new puzzler in just a minute.
0: Whoa! I'm on back
5: Oh, you got something that I show to like and that's that black Cadillac That black Cadillac in Yeah, that black Cadillac And even though
1: listeners think this is a really bad April Fool's joke whenever they hear us say it, this is NPR.
0: Support for NPR comes from Newman's Own Foundation,
3: working to nourish the common good by donating all profits from Newman's Own food products to charitable organizations that seek to make the world a better place. More
0: information is available at Foundation.org.
8: There are scientists out there trying to chart the frontiers of the unknown.
1: That's right. He has been to some places that no other human being has seen. What
8: must that feel like? I've been to places you don't know. (laughs) I'm Anoush (laughs) Zamarodi. Join me as we journey through talks that take us to places uncharted. That's next time on the TED Radio Hour from NPR. Subscribe or listen now.
0: Ha! We're back. You're listening to Car Talk with us. Click and Clack, the Tappert Brothers. And we're here to talk about cars, car repair, and uh, the new puzzler. Yeah. This cool. was sent in by a fellow named Roy Harvey, and I had to fix it up and obfuscate a little bit oh, and of all course. that. But yeah, that, right. the, he, he did a pretty good sense. job. He says The following automotive puzzler happened to me way back when I was commuting to college. The year was, was around 1971. It's unimportant. The car was a 65 Rambler Classic. Oh With man. power steering, power brakes, automatic transmission, six-cylinder engine, no air conditioning. In other words, my parents gave me their old car. The year and the car aren't important either, but there are some cars for which you couldn't have this particular condition. I guess by this point, he says, it had maybe 80K miles. And let me tell you, they were hard ones. <laughs> anyway, he says, I was driving to school, and about halfway through a 15-mile trip, the alternator light came on. It was daytime, so the headlights were off. The heat and blow were already off. I turned off the radio, but the light persisted. Uh I began to worry. I then turned one control on the dashboard, and the light went out. (laughs) And it wasn't the ignition switch. (laughs) It's <laughs> I cruise to the side, bro, that would do it. <laughs> yeah, turn the key off the light. <laughs>
1: so, so he turned what? How? What were his words again? I turned. I turned
0: on one control on the dashboard. Turned on. Turned on one control on the dashboard. Well, I hadn't originally intended to add the word on. Yeah, he he had the word on. I was going to delete it. That but will, now that I've let the cat out of the bag, I guess I'll it let it stand. makes even more interesting. I turned on one control on the dashboard, and the light went out. This told me what the problem was, and I continued on to school without concern, and I later fixed the problem with a few simple tools. Hint. Yeah. As far as I know, and I know, but he didn't know, this control had no direct electrical connection at all. In other words, it didn't have any wires hooked up to it. How could that be? What did he do? What did he do? <laughs> <laughs> if you think you know the answer, write it on a postcard. Or better still, on a 54-centimeter Trek road bike in bright <laughs> silver with OCLV 110 carbon frame, Shimano Dura-Ace component group, and titanium and leather-covered saddle. <laughs> and ride it over to... Bossword Tower. <laughs> 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 Car Talk Plaza. Someone's hoping to do a little mountain biking this summer. Uh,
1: Let's guess who that might be. Car Talk
0: Plaza. Box 3500. Harvard Square. Cambridge. Our fair city. 02238. (laughs) Or you can email your answer to
1: us from cartalk.com. I tell you, the guys from Thomas Moser who sent us this sleigh bed, they have started something that we're not going (laughs) to Yeah. It's going to get ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. If you have a question about
0: your car, or as I've mentioned many times before, but uh, we don't get much response, anything else, give us a call. The number is 888-CAR-TALK. That's 888-888-227-8255. <laughs> a lawyer on Car Talk.
6: Hi, this is Keith from Boulder, Colorado. What's up? I've got a three-quarter ton Dodge Ram pickup.
0: Ooh. And
6: I'm not really calling about that, but the trailer that I tow with this truck. And on the top of the gooseneck of this trailer, I have... An electric winch mounted.
0: The tra- does the trailer have electric brakes? It does. Oh, thought so. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs>
1: Never mind. Don't <laughs> we scream these calls? You know, so I, so just, you have, I So we have an electric winch. Wait a minute. I, I just want to preface everything. You know, neither one of us has ever seen one of these. Neither one of us has ever pulled a trailer. Neither one of us has operated a has winch. Has operated a winch. <laughs> But what can we help you with, Keith?
6: Well, the other day I was pulling a really big tree trunk,
1: and uh, by the way, this is just for a- recreation, or is this like <laughs> you just like drag <laughs> tree trunks most- down the road? <laughs> what, are the, uh, don't what you? What's this yeah. all about? Well, he lives <laughs> in Boulder yeah, well, instead of jogging in Boulder. They drags. <laughs> <laughs> <they pull trunks. laughs> all right.
6: Well, I'm I'm a wood turner, so I'm getting material to make wooden bowls out of.
0: Oh,
1: really? Yeah. So you go to wherever these things are, you hook up the winch, and you start dragging it onto the trailer?
6: Yes. And as the second piece is coming up, I'm starting to lose power. I just get it on to the point where I can kind of rotate it and roll it the rest of the way on. Uh, And then I I go to change batteries because I bring a spare with me.
1: Standard 12-volt automotive battery.
6: It's actually a marine battery because it's a deeper charge. Okay. Uh I find that the negative terminal has melted all the way into the case of the battery. Oh. Wow. There's just like a bolt sticking out. <laughs> and so my question is why did that happen and how do I prevent that from happening again?
1: I don't know why it happened but you deserved it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you
0: did probably. <laughs> did. What what kind of a tree is this that you were hauling? What kind of a, I, I just, was it? Walnut? No, it was elm.
1: A big old elm tree. Mm hmm. Uh, and so, uh, even though we have already told you we've never operated a, wrench, a winch we've never even seen a marine battery. Uh, but we do w- know we okay. don't know anything about trailers or electricity. <laughs> or electricity. You'd like to know what we think. <laughs> well, I, I think. <laughs> Why not?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's never stopped us before,
0: nor even slowed us down. <laughs> no, I think you had a bad connection there at the negative terminal, and you were getting arcing. Mm.
1: Was there anything unusual about this particular stump that you were dragging? Uh, it was. It was a pretty heavy it one. Was yeah, it was pretty than, heavy. bigger than the average stump. You See, do know. I that... don't. Electric motors will draw... As much as you ask. As much current as they need. Uh, if you if you ask the battery, you say, I want 20 amps. It says, sure. I want 120. Why not? I want 1,000. It says, I'll do my best. And you were, tr- you were dragging this huge stump, and you were sucking some serious amps out of that battery, which it was more than happy to do, and it gave up its life for that tree stump. And it melted.
6: How valiant, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Prince! <laughs> huh. Yeah, that, that, that's absolutely what happened.
6: There's enough heat generated from that energy transfer that oh, yeah. melted oh. that whole lead post. Oh, down you in bet, the man! Battery. Yeah, you, sure. need, you need. Have you ever know? stuck
1: your finger in the in a lamp socket?
6: Well, I've got curly hair but uh, that's not <laughs> so why. do I and that's how I got it
0: <laughs> Well you, need, you know one of my guys one day we, we when we do oil changes on cars we uh, we have yeah. a, a dispenser you know we have a big big tank of oil and you go over it's got a pump on it you go over and you put four or five quarts or whatever into the, this dispenser which you then take to the car and you rest the the container on the on the engine and then you can actually flip the little switch and you can go do something else. Oh, I and see one it. of my I guys one day put it put, on the battery. Put this thing on the positive terminal of the battery. Or oh, he didn't put it there, but it's kind of slid and hit the thing. And within about 3 minutes, it had set this thing on fire. It had melted it to the extent that it actually reached the ignition point of the oil, which had to be 800 degrees. <laughs> and and set it on fire. So that gives give you some idea of the enormous energy that's in a 12-volt car or marine uh-huh. battery. Yeah.
6: Well, is there a way of, of preventing that
0: from
1: happening? Sure. I mean, I, I would ask the guy to put between the battery and ground or something... Uh, a fusible link. A fusible link. See, the motor, the winch motor, should have some kind of a thermal protector so
0: okay. that if the thing gets too hot, if it draws too much current, it just trips the thing like a lot of motors have, and the motor will stop working. It'll prevent you from melting the motor, melting the battery in yourself. Okay. But so if you don't have that, maybe they can wire something in, which means you'll have to go for smaller stumps. Well, okay. And if you need to go, if you find that real blockbuster stump, you
1: just take the thing out of the circuit. But remember, the battery is like a nice dog and will do whatever you ask it to do, (laughs) even if it's going to kill (laughs) him.
6: Okay, guys. Thanks a lot.
1: Yeah, you're welcome, Keith. See you later. Good
0: Bye-bye, luck, man. Bye-bye.
1: Send us a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> you got it.
0: <laughs> 1-888-CAR-TALK. <laughs> it's 888-227-8255. Hello, you're on Car Talk.
1: On second thought, I don't want a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Just a stump. <laughs> just Send them the whole stump. Be the stump. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Mail it. <laughs> Hello, you're on Car Talk.
8: Hi, this
1: is Cindy in Boca Raton, Florida. Hi, Boca Cindy. Boca Raton. Is it Cindy with two eyes or one? Oh, just one. I'm pretty old-fashioned. I know why at the end. Why? would you a cyclops when I? <laughs>
8: <laughs> well, hi. It's...
1: Are you retired? No. What are you doing living in Boca? Actually,
8: I'm taking care of my mom.
1: She's retired. Yeah. There you go.
8: Okay. <laughs> Actually, that's part of the reason why I'm calling. Yeah? My mom became disabled a few years ago, and we bought a beautiful, pearly-white Chrysler Town & Country minivan with a wheelchair ramp conversion. Yeah. Here's the problem: the woman who takes care of my mom during the day. She she is a motherly Haitian woman with a heart of gold, the patience of a saint, but she keeps bumping and dinging this van, and she has an uncanny knack for bumping things that ought not be bumped,
1: like baby carriages and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so this this nice lady, what's her name?
8: Her name is Carlene.
1: Carlene, and she keeps bumping into things.
8: Well, yeah, she, she's a wonderful nurse, but she's the world's worst driver. Last week, um, she took my mom to the beach, and on their way back, they stopped at one of those places that sells bird baths and garden gnomes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she backed into a $28,000 sculpture and knocked it over onto the chain link fence. <laughs> <tent. laughs> Now the, the sculpture is okay.
1: <laughs> oh, it is! Lucky for you.
8: Um, well, I mean, we, we owe some money to to get a crane to lift it up and to, to fix the <laughs> chain link fence and all that.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's
0: my. <laughs> <laughs> we know a guy who has a winch. <laughs> I could he, use a he winch. Could, he could straighten that up for you. <laughs> oh man,
8: where was he when I needed
0: him? In Boulder. <laughs> uh, so she, she, so you, you want to get
1: her a different vehicle? No, no, no. The vehicle's perfect, huh? We,
8: we want to keep the van. Yeah. We want to keep the nurse. We want to have everybody live to their next birthdays, and we don't want to go broke.
1: Does Carlene have a car of her own?
8: Well, She drove a regular car until recently, and now she has an SUV that rides kind of high, and the van rides kind of low, and that's part of where we're getting into trouble.
1: No, nah, that, that's not why we're getting into trouble.
8: Well, and we got her some glasses, so um, she needed glasses. And now she has them, and she wears them.
1: Glasses are good, but they. You
0: know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
8: We've had this van for two years. Yeah. They, it leaves the garage maybe once a week. Oh. They've had at least five accidents.
1: In two years.
8: So, so we're saying that you know, one in every twenty times the van leaves the garage, something happens.
0: Well, he, here's one possibility. Okay. Maybe Carlene is just nervous driving it with your mother in the car. So maybe you would try to get her to drive this thing instead of her car. Or get more practice. Let's get more practice.
1: Okay. (laughs) That could be scary. She may total it. (laughs) (laughs) And, and And when she
0: does, I would suggest maybe you get a Honda Odyssey.
1: Okay. Which is smaller. Yeah, I don't know, I, I don't think year. it has to do with the size of the thing. I mean Carlene is, is just one of those drivers. Yeah, I think we she... have a sister like that. <laughs> oh, dear. She makes claims the trees jump out in the middle of the, of the road. Yeah.
5: She had an accident
1: on one of the main drags of Cambridge one time on Massachusetts Avenue, where somehow she claimed that the guy on the other side of a divided street hit her. Uh, well, there was a cement barrier a between... A cement barrier between... And she claims that... The, I, I, was the car levitated? I don't know. And then miraculously miraculously,
0: wound up back on his side of the division. Yeah. And so, we so, don't know.
1: I mean, Carleen may be Lucille. Yeah. In which case, I mean, we gave up on her a long time ago. But she's doing a lot better, and she is in available. The home. If <laughs> Carleen doesn't pan out. If Colleen doesn't pan out, you're going to have Lucille... <laughs> oh no that's just not
8: possible i mean we we there there's a big bond here i i was just i i'm wondering if there's like rubber cones in a parking lot or, or there's some sort of like remedial driver's re-education
0: well is it- a, you, one alternative is to hire a professional driver i'm sure there's some agency in florida that will make a driver available to you someone who who would never put a scratch on the thing right and wouldn't back into a twenty-eight thousand dollar garden <laughs> sculpture
1: <laughs> right and um, he would be insured for anything like that. And Colleen could sit with your mother in the back and they could play Pinochle. <laughs> I, but I do like the other idea. Since she only drives a thing once a week and probably not for very long, it wouldn't be a bad idea to give her more practice with it. I mean, if you can sacrifice the vehicle, let her drive <laughs> it every day. Tell her to take it home with her every day for a couple of weeks. And she'll get used to it. But I,
0: I'll tell you, before you give her the the, the uh, town and country to drive, I, I wouldn't do it until you've done a careful
1: examination of her car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see how many dents it has in it. <laughs> well, it's, I'm happy that you found someone who loves your mother so much. That's great.
8: Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's just awesome in just about every other way. Although I should add that Carlene kind of drops things around the house a fair
1: bit, too. Yeah, see, that's why I say Carlene is a, is, a, is a flake. She's a klutz. And people are different, and people don't all have the same skills. And you're not as sweet as Carlene, and, but you're a better driver. <laughs>
8: not that much, I have to confess. And I'm
1: neither. I'm not sweet, and I'm a lousy driver, too. <laughs> so yes. We, we all have our our pluses right. and our minuses. And, and some, some of us have more minuses, minuses than others. <laughs> good luck, Cindy. Some of us are right, um, just well, big zeros. It, so, uh, <laughs> Thanks for calling. Take good thoughts for us. Uh, we shall. We will. Thank you. Bye.
0: Uh, bye-bye.
1: Bye.
0: Well, it's happened again. You've wasted another perfectly good hour listening to Car Talk. Our esteemed producer is Doug the Subway Fugitive, not a slave to fashion, Bongo Boy Berman. Our associate producers are David the Cavs of Belleville Green and Catherine Frau Blucher Fenolosa. <laughs> our web lackey is Doug the Old Gray Mare, assisted by Connie Bridgeford. Our engineer is John Cartman-Perotti. Our theme music is by David Dog Grisman and our technical, spiritual, and menu advisor, just back from the Bon Air, Roast Hair, Fruit de Mer, Pomme de Terre, Anjou Père, <laughs> Haricot Vert, and Gummy Bear Food Fair is John Bucks. How
1: does he find these things? I don't know. The internet, man.
0: <laughs> Our public opinion pollster is Paul Murky of Murky Research, assisted by statistician Margin Overa. Our customer care representative is Hayward Jabuzoff. Our personal makeup artist is Bud Tugley. Our caffeine addiction counselor is Bruno Moore. Our cool. mechanic's assistant is Hannah Toomey. Our furnace repairman is Levon Coates. Our sidewalk clothing vendor is Chip (laughs) Pants. Our tolerance-quality control guy is Nat Sass. Our travel agent from the Bombay office is Vishnu Verhiri. (laughs) (laughs) Our big band leader is Juan Anato. Our Russian chauffeur is Bikoff and Dropoff. And our seat cushion tester is Mike Easter. Our chief counsel from the law firm of Dewey Chitman Howe is Hugh Lewis Dewey, known to the shifty-eyed magicians in Harvard Square as you and Louie Dewey. Thanks so much for listening. We're Click and Clack the Tappert Brothers and Don't Drive Like My Brother. Don't Drive Like His Brother. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Bye-bye. You can get a podcast of this show, which is number 2013, download other family alienating episodes, and check out our clothing and best of collections all over at cartalk.com. Also this week at cartalk.com, we're here to help you clean up your driveway. Got an old car that's seen better days? Well, the Car Talk vehicle donation program will tow it away for free and send the proceeds to the NPR station of your choice. Do it now before your local neighborhood watch group labels your car an eyesore and plants geraniums in it. Turn your car into the programs you love. Find out how at cartalk.com.
1: Car Talk is a production of Dewey, Cheetah and Howe and WBUR in Boston. And
0: even though castle guards pull up the drawbridge and light the flaming arrows whenever they (laughs) hear us say it, this is NPR.